Welcome to Wellness Talk this week. I am George Batista, your host and your wellness advocate as always. Glad you guys could be with me. And it's always nice to spend some time with you guys to go over the latest on health and healing and nutrition and all that good stuff. So uh, I know you're going to get a lot out of uh, what we share. As always, just make sure that you support us and make sure you like, share and subscribe to, uh, you know, all the uh, all the shows or, you know, just the channel itself because um, it helps us grow. All right. So let's go over the things we're going to talk about this week. We're going to talk about the hidden effects of MSG. And no, we're not talking about Madison Square Garden. We're talking about MSG that's found in food. So this is from Wellness Resources. So we're going to talk about a little bit about MSG. Um, it's not really something I've uh, talked about on this show previously, but it's something that does need to be um, talked about because it does affect our health. And um, there's more and more studies that come out on MSG. And I think uh, you guys should know exactly how it affects your health um, and, and, you know, what food it's in and um, what you can do to actually try to um, not have as much of it uh, affect your health as possible. You can do a lot of things nutritionally and that type of thing. So we'll talk about that. Then we're going to talk about a study that finds this popular diet is still one of the best at preventing cognitive decline. This is from Health Digest. And what diet are we talking about? We're talking about the Mediterranean diet. So um, it's a very, very healthy diet. If there is one diet that I would recommend as far as the actual nutritiousness of the food, um, it would be this diet. So we're going to go over exactly how the Mediterranean diet affects your cognitive health. And um, it's, again, brand new information on this. Then kind of piggybacking on that, we're going to talk about daily multivitamin may improve cognition and possibly protect against decline. Studies suggest, again, this is from Wake Forest University. So something simple as a multivitamin can actually um, protect against cognitive decline. Again, this is brand new information out of Wake Forest University. And I think this is very, very helpful because we all know that I talk about taking a multivitamin every single day. I think everybody should be doing it because I just think there's not enough nutrition in one's diet. And, um, you know, so this is again, brand new science on it and this is very clear science. So I think, uh, again, this is great information. So, um, so that's pretty much the stuff we're going to go over today. Good, good stuff to, uh, to, to talk about. So, um, let's dive into it. And by the way, before I go on, this show is brought to you by Wellness Resources, a 35-year-old supplement company. It's always on the forefront of clinical nutrition. It's been that way since 1985. Make sure you go to myvitaminresource.com. And uh, if you enter the promo code counterparts, you will get free shipping on all your orders. Okay, and keep in mind that this is my go-to company for supplements. So make sure you check them out because they have some of the best supplements in the world, in my opinion. All right, so let's start with uh, the article from Wellness Resources, Hidden Effects of MSG. So a little bit about MSG. MSG is one of the most commonly food, uh, most common food additives used by the food industry, and it was actually developed in 1908 in Japan. And it's been used as a flavor enhancer and stabilizer of processed foods. Now, it's uh, it stands for monosodium glutamate or MSG. It's a sodium salt and it's artificially combined with the amino acid glutamine. Now, sodium is added to glutamine to make it more stable. So MSG is manufactured 
by what's called bacteria fermentation, which may be produced using genetically engineered beets, corn, uh, and other grains and uh, other methods, okay? So there's a lot of different foods that um, do contain MSG, and we're talking about the artificial form of MSG, so we're talking about fast food, of course. People always equate Chinese food, um, which does have MSG. Processed foods as well, like smoked beets, beef jerky, and other snacks, uh, chips as well. Um, even ch uh, chips like Doritos and Pringles, okay? Some trail mix products, some condiments. Uh, we have seasonings, blends, and um, frozen meals, instant noodle and soup mixes, and canned soups. A lot of those contain MSG. So you do have to make sure that you read your labels carefully because sometimes you really may not know if you're not reading the labels if it actually contains MSG or not, especially the artificial MSG. Now, so the, the amino acid glutamate is found naturally in various foods. Okay, so it's found in in, in, in foods like kelp and seaweed and fish sauce and soy and even things like Parmesan cheese and, and oyster sauce. So this is a natural source of MSG, okay? But the amino acid glutamate also plays several important roles in brain function. And we've talked about that on previous shows, um, but it helps with alertness. It helps with wakefulness. It helps with the formation and stabilization of nerve connections memory, learning, and all types of cognitive functions. So amino, uh, that amino acid glutamate does play an important role in your brain. The problem is, is that when glutamate can, again, become, the, or when you can have too much glutamate in your brain, this is where you start to have a problem because glutamate is balanced by a neurotransmitter called GABA. And GABA is the relaxant part of your brain. So um, it's kind of a, again, a, a balance between glutamate and GABA. But the problem is, is that, again, when you have way more glutamate than you have GABA in your brain, this is where you start to get, it, it becomes kind of an excitotoxin to your brain. And this is where you start to get into problems. So antioxidants are one of the things that helps to protect nerves and actually helps the tissues um, you know, actually helps to bring down the glutamate in tissues. So it actually helps to stabilize the tissues from excess glutamate formation. Very, very important to have antioxidants on board as always, right? So let's talk about how uh, glutamate, I'm sorry, how MSG is classified by the FDA. So the FDA has declared that artificial MSG is chemically indistinguishable from natural glutamate present in food proteins and that glutamate from artificial MSG and natural glutamate, which food, uh, rich foods are metabolized in the same way. Okay. So they're basically saying that the artificial glutamate that that's made artificially, obviously, and the natural glutamate that's found in foods get metabolized the same way. So they, they don't think it's a big deal. Okay. But the FDA requires that foods containing added MSG uh, are listed on the ingredients panel of packaging as monosodium glutamate. But to them, again, this, this form of glutamate is not a, a big deal to them. They're actually, it's actually, um, uh, it, it's actually classified as something that is generally recognized as safe. So now again, we have uh, MSG that naturally occurs in ingredients such as hydrolyzed vegetable protein, uh, hydrolyzed yeast, yeast extracts, soy extracts, protein isolate, as well as tomatoes and cheeses. Now, 
again, while, while the FDA requires that these products be listed on the uh, in on the ingredient panel, the agency does not require the label to specify that they contain natu uh, naturally contain MSG. So foods with any ingredients that naturally contain MSG cannot claim no MSG or no added MSG on their packaging. So MSG also cannot be listed as spices or flavoring. So that's just how things are need to be labeled and uh, legally how, you know, how uh, food manufacturers have to label things on, you know, as far as their foods and that type of thing. So, uh, but again, because MSG is regarded as uh, what's called GRAS, G-R-A-S, or generally recognized as safe, again, it's not considered a big deal. The problem is, is that there are, have been, and there, uh, ever since this has been an issue for, or ever since this artificial uh, MSG has been around, there have been reports of adverse symptoms triggered by MSG that have occurred for decades. But there's always a controversy, okay, because the symptoms of MSG are hard to prove because they mimic a lot of other things. And, you know, of course, scientists and you know, food manufacturers are saying, well, no, it doesn't come from MSG. It can come from anywhere else as well. So this is where you kind of get the push and pull of, well, is it safe or is it not safe? You know, that type of argument now. But let's talk a little bit about the common reactions to MSG. So these are the symptoms that are typically found uh, from MSG reactions. So you have like headache, you have flushing, you have sweating, face pressure or tightness, lack of feeling numbness, tingling, burning in the face, neck or other areas. You have fluttering heartbeats, chest pain. You have nausea or weakness, uh, even jaw muscle tightness or increased blood pressure. These are all considered um, common reactions to MSG, especially when you're eating a lot of it from processed foods. Okay. So these are things you have to think about. Okay. People obviously sometimes will not equate it to the MSG that they're eating on a regular basis. Now, so MSG's toxic effects have also been found uh, with unborn children, okay, in adolescents and adults uh, as, as well. It's been linked with increased blood pressure and gastrointestinal uh, tract disturbances. Now, MSG-induced kidney and liver oxidative stress in animals uh, has been shown as well. So they've done research on animals and they've they found that it increased body weight, it increased cholesterol, there was imbalances in cholesterol, and there was other cellular changes and inflammatory reactions, regardless of the amount of MSG that was consumed. Now, there was a 2022 animal study that identified that MSG, the, or the use of MSG, induced injury to the spleen, another immune system organ, right? Okay. Because spleen is very heavily involved in the immune system and animals fed MSG versus high fat diet and MSG and MSG both experienced significant oxidative stress, inflammation, and mitochondrial dysfunction. So now let's talk a little bit about thyroid and mitochondria in terms of MSG. So there was other animal studies that also demonstrated that even in small doses, MSG stressed the thyroid gland, okay? And, as, and it also altered the appearance of mitochondria in the thyroid gland. We all know that mitochondria is a cell engines of pretty much everything in your body. So it actually altered the appearance and actually led to cellular changes in mitochondria and in the thyroid gland. So again, very significant. 
There was another 2021 animal research study that confirmed that MSG-induced obesity, uh, it led to hypothalamic inflammation and central leptin resistance. Okay, we all we know that leptin is one of the main hormones in your body that tells your body when you've had you know enough energy after you've eaten or when you get the full signal. Okay, now one of the things that it did in this animal study is that it changed the neurological function and increased brain inflammation. So um, this led to poor leptin hormone function and then weight gain. So again. Just, just more evidence of what MSG can do. Now, there was more findings that showed that when MSG was combined with aspartame, which is another toxic substance, by the way, um, the adverse effects were even more pronounced. So abdominal fat, cholesterol levels, fasting, blood sugar, tumor necrosis factor alpha, and other inflammatory markers were affected and increased when they uh, were fed MSG with aspartame. Now, aspartame, you generally find it in, you know, drinks and carbonated beverages and that type of thing. So again, just more and more information on this as more studies come out. So when MSG uh, or artificial MSG was introduced, you know, well over a hundred years ago, food was generally grown locally. Okay. And it was consumed in whole form. It had very little processing. But now because of GMO and hydrolyzed foods, as well as other fast foods that are, you know, very, very calorie rich and they have high fat, high sugar and poor nutrient content, MSG just, you know, you have MSG on top of that. It just makes it that much worse because again, the standard American diet, highly, highly processed with MSG on top of it. It's, it's really no surprise that we're getting things like cognitive decline, weight gain, and just all different types of, you know, you know, conditions and, you know, diff different things that people are dealing with. Okay. So how do we protect against MSG and MSG stress? Okay. So obviously reduction and or avoidance of artificial MSG is the best way you know, to, you know, not deal with the effects of MSG on your body in the first place, right? So you have to make it a habit to relabels. You really do, especially when you're getting that artificial stuff, when you're getting frozen stuff, when you're getting, you know, um, you know, packaged foods, even, um, even Chinese food, those types of things, read your labels. By the way, a lot of, a lot of these Asian, um, Asian places, even the Asian places that I've gone to, they have, they actually have, I, not, I don't, I know that not all of them have it, but many of them have actual, a section that's a healthier diet that, and it says contains no MSG. So if you're interested in not, you know, dealing with MSG or not consuming MSG, you know, check to see if they have a, um, they have a healthy diet section that says contains no MSG. Many of them do. So it's something to think about. Now, there have been several nutrients that have been found to be helpful in cell and animal studies to thwart the oxidative stress that comes with the use of MSG. So let's go over them. So uh, turmeric is one. Green tea is another. Ginkgo, another one. Taurine. Arginine, which are, are, are amino acids. Vitamin D, in good amounts, by the way. Vitamin C, we all know the, one of the big antioxidants. Vitamin E, very, very important, another antioxidant. Quercetin, quercetin is very good. Probiotics for the gut and ginger for overall inflammation, okay? And there's been some others as well, but these are 
the top choices for making sure that you have enough uh, nutrients, again, to clamp down on the inflammation and the inflammation markers that MSG causes. So uh, it's very, very important to make sure you have that. Again, antioxidants, extremely important in this whole thing. So just some things to think about when it comes in terms of MSG. Again, this is just more and more science coming out on it. There's been a lot of research on it the past few years, but the more you can avoid it, the better you will do. And um, I think the, the healthier you will be. Okay. So just make sure you keep those things in mind. Okay. Next uh, study finds this popular diet is still one of the best at preventing prevent. Yeah. Preventing, sorry, cognitive decline. So this is from the health digest and they're talking about the Mediterranean diet. Okay. So let's go over it. So the study spe specifically focused on metabolites or small uh, molecules in the blood that are directly associated with diet and how their levels impact cognitive function. Now, by identifying specific metabolites that are associated with diet, researchers say that they can better determine what makes up a healthier diet. And they can also use these metabolites as markers to measure the success of an improved diet, potentially reducing the risk of cognitive decline. Okay. So the study was conducted across various racial and ethnic, ethnic groups, and they wanted to study how it impacted your cognitive function. So they studied the Mediterranean diet. Okay. Now the diet, it, you know, those of you who may not know about the Mediterranean diet, it's a diet is primarily comprised of like plant-based foods and uh, lots of vegetables and nuts and fruits, seeds, whole grains, um, small amounts of fish, seafood, dairy, but little or no red meat. And, you know, it's very low in refined sugars. And the primary oil that is used or the primary fat that is used in there is olive oil. Okay. And the diets gained popularity around the 1950s um, because they have found that certain areas or certain populations who were eating this type of diet had very low levels of heart disease. And they did studies on this Mediterranean. And this is why they call it the Mediterranean diet, because in, in areas that were uh, uh, in the Mediterranean that they found that these people were eating this diet, especially, you know, in, uh, in areas near Italy and, and those areas where people were actually eating the, these diets had very low level levels of heart disease and just overall disease, right? Also cognitive decline. So, but this study showed that the more people who ate this Mediterranean diet, the more, uh, it affected, um, the, uh, you know, your, uh, cognition, meaning that the more, uh, the less impact it had and, um, the, the better your cognition was. Okay. So it, it definitely supported brain health was basically. Okay. Now keep in mind that this study was published in Alzheimer's and dementia. Okay. So these, these folks are looking at just diet itself and how it affected these little markers, these little molecules and markers in the blood in terms of how, how these markers affect your cognitive health. Okay. So this is, this is true science here. This is really, really good science. They're actually looking at these, uh, these little molecules and these little metabolites in your blood and how they would affect your cognitive decline or, or lack thereof. So good news on the Mediterranean diet. 
I think it's a very, very good diet to eat, or at least if you can get close to it. Again, any diet that has an abundance of fruits and vegetables in it and a, uh, lower refined sugars and lower uh, red meats um, is a good diet in my book. And there could be many versions of this diet. I personally uh, tend to try to eat this way as much as I can. This is kind of the way I eat for the most part. I eat a lot of fish. I eat a lot of fruits and vegetables. I do eat meat, but I eat, again, it's it's more of an 80-20 type thing. I try to, you know, there are many, many days throughout the week that I don't eat meat. And there are some days that I do. When I do eat meat, I eat lean chicken, lean turkey. I eat some really good fish, lots of fruits and vegetables. Okay. I eat my salads. I love good a good salad. Um, I do use olive oil on my salad. Not a lot, but I use just some to kind of get that flavor in there. And, um, you know, low on the refined sugars and I don't eat red meat. It's pretty much that simple. I leave space between my meals and I have three meals a day. It's, you know, it's very simple and it works for me. Um, again, I'm not a person who says that you have to eat a specific diet and that diet cures all because that's just never been my way of doing things. But I think, again, this is one of the diets as far as just having the most nutrition in it because it's a diet that has a lot of antioxidants and, um, you know, and this is, this is the kind of diet you want to make sure that you keep yourself as healthy as possible. So just something to think about in terms of diet and cognitive decline, good news for this. So just keep that in mind. All right, next daily multivitamin may improve cognition and possibly protect against, uh, decline or cognitive decline. And this is again, out of Wake Forest University. So again, this is more information regarding cognition and brain health. Okay. So this was according to the new, uh, new research, brand new research from Wake Forest University School of Medicine. And they say taking a daily supplement may improve cognition in older adults. Now, this was very, very interesting. This was actually out of the Brigham, Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston. So Again, these findings were recently published in the Alzheimer's and Dementia Journal. And um, according to this, it was um, according to this, first of all, um, Alzheimer's, there's more than 6.5 million Americans living with Alzheimer's disease and one in three seniors die with the disease or another form of dementia. Now, you don't have to go down that path. OK, so let's let's talk a little bit about it. OK, so in this study. They, uh, first of all, there was a randomized study of 21,000 men and women across the United States. And they did, this was very interesting actually, because they studied a couple of things. They studied whether taking a daily co uh, cocoa extract. Now, cocoa extract is where dark chocolate is made, right? It's like a powdered form. If you get it in its purest form, it's the powdered form. It's um, it's, it's what's in dark, you know, chocolate or dark chocolate. Okay. So they, they use the cocoa extract or a daily multivitamin mineral supplement. Okay. And they found that taking this daily multivitamin mineral supplement actually reduced the risk of developing heart disease, stroke, cancer, and other outcomes. But they also, tested on 2,200 participants age 65 and older. They were enrolled for three years and they tested them uh, over the tele telephone. Uh, this was an annual, they, they tested them annually to evaluate memory and other cognitive abilities. 
And they showed that the taking of a daily multivitamin mineral supplement resulted in statistically significant cognitive improvement. Now, the question is, how statistically significant was it? Okay. Well, the researchers estimated that three years of the multivitamin supplementation roughly translated to, get this, 60% slowing of cognitive decline. Again, that's 60% slowing of cognitive decline. Okay. The benefits were relatively more pronounced in participants with significant cardiovascular disease, which is important because these individuals are already at increased risk for cognitive impairment and decline. So think about that for a second. 60%. That's huge. What drug can do that? What pharmaceutical drug has that kind of impact where it actually slows down the cognitive decline with with hardly no or, or any side effects. This is just a multivitamin. And, and this is what I'm saying about being, you know, this is a simple thing. This is a very simple thing that you can do. Just taking a good multivitamin, multimineral supplement can actually have this kind of impact. And, um, you know, we, again, we all know that multivitamins and vitamins tend to be demonized and that type of thing. Of course, you know, that they're going to do that because there's a lot of money involved and there's, there's a whole train of, of pharmaceuticals and, and, and interests that go into that. But just taking a, a simple supplement, and, and this is why I'm saying that this is just a simple thing you can do. I mean, how much could a multivitamin, multimineral supplement cost you each, each month? If you just took that, let's say, what, 25, 30 bucks a month if you get a really, really good one, right? And you take maybe two a day with meals. I mean, that's the minimal that I say anyway. Why? Because it, it, what will the multivitamin do? It's not going to, it's not, it's not going to perform miracles. No, the whole point of the multivitamin is to protect against gaps in your diet. So if you do not, if you do not eat specifically good on a particular day, then the multivitamin will make up for that to give you the nutrients that you need that you didn't get from your diet that day. Very, very simple, very simple concept. Okay. So I recommend everybody do that, you know, again, just to protect, just to make sure you're getting everything that's needed. Um, you know, uh, this whole thing that you can get all this from your food is just unfortunately not true first. And, and, you know, you know how I, I how I know that think about here, here's a concept to think about. How many of the people that you know in your life eat three to five servings of fruits and vegetables every day? Think about it. How many people do you know that actually eat that every single day? I guarantee you it's not many, if any. I don't even know that in, you know, people in my, in my circles that eat that way. So the, the, the thing is, and even if a person does eat that way, let's just say they do. Okay. The, because there is so little nutrients or the nutrients is literally almost half of what it used to be a hundred years ago, they're not going to get what a multivitamin would give them. They're not going to get the hundred percent nutrients that they need to make sure that they cover everything. This is why it is very, very important to protect against those gaps. And a multivitamin can do that. But think about it, 60% against cognitive decline. And there's multiple, multiple studies on heart disease and all different types of things with just a simple multivitamin. So 
the message is, you know, just just do this as much as you can. Take a multivitamin if you if you at all possibly can. I, of course, recommend the Daily Energy Multivitamin from Wellness Resources. That's the one I've used for the last 16 years, and I feel great taking it. My family takes it, and I've worked with many, many people, and I, I recommend that one. But you can choose to try that one. I, I always recommend it, but if not, try whichever you can, but just take something because I guarantee you um, you're doing your body something good and you're giving your body the the nutrition that it needs on a daily basis if you do that for the rest of your life you know it's not it's not a um a magic bullet but at least it's it's a, a start in the right direction as you know uh to making sure that you grow old gracefully and uh, you combine that with eating good food and doing a little bit of exercise you're on your way all right so just keep that in mind all right. So I want to thank you guys for joining me this week. Hope you guys have a fantastic week. Make sure you take care of yourselves and each other. Make sure you go to georgebatista.com to check out all the uh, articles that we go over. Take care of yourselves, everyone. And as always, control your health. Have a great day.